And we're live. <laughs> uh, welcome back to Epic Facts. Um, it's been how many short days since you last heard from us? Two? Uh, last Thursday? Six day, or, no, yeah. So, so five it? days? Yeah. It's yeah. been five short days since you last heard from us. Hopefully with much better audio quality. Yes, it definitely should be. Um, yeah, so we're back. Uh, we're in person. Uh, I'm wearing a mask. I'm wearing a mask. <laughs> that is factual. Same here. <laughs> yup. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, we talked after uh, our recording failed last time. So uh, we're kind of caught up. So we're gonna talk about the same things again, probably. Well, Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Where the conversation takes us. Do you yeah. have any epic facts? Oh, I actually I do have one epic fact. I didn't store any. Um, I think... Well, I'll go first. Just off the top of my head, because it's on my phone, and I'm not uh, going to change the app here. But uh, I think when Gerald Ford was president, um, he signed something... I forget what it is, but it was a bill, and basically it just um, granted George Washington, who was dead at the time, uh, <laughs> uh, the title of General of the Armies of the United States, which is basically a six-star general title. So if Mr. Washington were to make a reappearance, he would be the highest-ranking military uh, official in the United States as a six-star general, which I think no one else is. Yeah, I so. think that's probably exclusive to him. I think yeah. the highest we, a general can get is five stars, so if, him, yeah. if his six stars anything can go by, it's, a, it's probably yeah. the highest. So, that's my epic fact. But why would he do that? Did he honestly believe that George Washington would come back? <laughs> well, that's... I, no, actually, actually, um, and I have more context for this. So, uh, that was uh, during the bicentennial celebration in uh, 1976. So they had a whole shebang. I don't know actually what it was like, but they uh, did all these things to celebrate uh, the bicentennial of the United States. And uh, one of these things was this... Uh, bill that Gerald Ford signed that uh, promoted George Washington how do you say it? Posthumously or posthumously? Posthumously, yeah. To a six-star general. So, I mean largely symbolic, but if he did come back he would be a highest-ranking guy. That would be interesting if George Washington came back. Yeah. I think... A lot of people's views of him would probably be very different <laughs> if he did come back. Yeah. yeah. Um, he'd be, you know, 
obviously with a lot of racial stuff. I think yeah, that's, that's yeah. probably where I'm going. He's he's not as woke as uh, today's <laughs> people are. <Yep>. Yeah. <laughs> Given that, you know, he was... A slave uh, owner. <laughs> yes. And it was a long time ago. Yeah. Also. So I don't know if I'd want him to come back. I think my view of him now as, you know, first president is good enough. I don't really want to, you know... Yeah, it's like they say, you uh, never want, meet your heroes. Yeah, I don't want to meet your heroes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> George Washington <laughs> being your hero. Yeah. Um, I mean, we're coming up on the 250-year anniversary in six years, right? Yeah, so yeah, six years. relatively close. Dang. Great, you got any epic facts? Uh, I mentioned this after the recording had crapped out on us, but... The average American child gets three dollars and seventy cents for each tooth they lose. So if you got any extra tooth playing around, uh, feel free to send them in. Yep. Um, we can always appreciate the extra help. We'll in have terms to get that funding. PO box set up. But yeah, yeah, we need to get the PO box. But you can send it over email if you really need to. We can just print it out and. Uh, yeah, we'll print it out. Yeah. And I think uh, those are basically bonds, right, from the government. Yeah. yeah. And you, you. You know, they, uh, what is it called? Uh, they, uh, where are you going with this? Like, what's the verb, uh, for bonds? Like, when they come of time? Uh, mature? Yes, when they mature. Then, uh, then you get that, uh, $3.70. Yeah. I don't really know what bonds are exactly. I know yeah. what I've heard of them, I don't know exactly how they work. By I, about open market operations. Yes. Opa? I uh, I watched a video about about uh Dao. I I remember hearing about it. I, we never I don't think we went in depth with it. <laughs> I listened to a, a different podcast about bonds and uh you know some bonds are like very long term like they don't expire. So I think there's one in the Netherlands or something where it's been hundreds of years. And uh, this bond is owned by Yale University, and uh, they keep collecting on the bond. Like every ten years, I believe. I don't know, but basically, uh, bonds are uh, an interesting topic. But uh, yeah, Will, do you have any uh, interesting facts? Epic um, facts? Any epic facts? Um, I don't think I do. I, I'm not really. I'm never the one to bring Epic Facts to the Epic Facts podcast. Yeah. Will uh, typically brings the funny. Um, I mean, all of us are funny, but... Uh... I'll take that. I'll take that. <laughs> I'll, yeah, I'm not going to be mad about that. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, some podcast facts that I uh, talked about last time. But uh, I believe the Pacer Test has gotten two more listens since uh, we last spoke. So it's now at 460 listens, 460. being our most popular episode. Dang. Um, so, yeah. Uh, ultimately, no clue why it's that popular. Uh, probably because of our large Australian audience, uh, even though we're largely uh, an American-based operation podcast. Uh but yeah, what do you guys think about that? 
how uh, how has the pacer chest episode become so popular i mean it's always a topic of interest at school yeah the pacer test is definitely it's infamous yeah, yeah so it's very infamous that time of the year rolls around <laughs> pacer test talk uh jumps substantially yeah. you know you're gonna take a an aerobic test yeah yeah Back into Australia, I don't think I'd ever want to live in Australia. That place <laughs> wow. scares the living yeah, yeah, that's true. Christ out of me. Like, majority of the deadliest like, animals. Yeah. Not there. even, like, just scary and big insects and creatures. You got snakes that'll crawl up your pants and, you know. <laughs> I only want one snake in my pants, you know. Wow. Will prefers to keep his pants snake-free uh, most of the time. Exactly. Uh... <laughs> But they got large ass tarantulas. Have you seen those? Those. Yeah. yeah. Oh Australia is just. It's kind of like. Uh, have you guys seen uh, Journey Two with Dwayne the Rock Johnson? I know what you're talking about. I, I don't, don't know. Know. Like, about. like with the there's a they in the movie they ride these giant bees, and there's all these other wild creatures. Yeah. So. That's kind of like Australia, <laughs> with, with all of these uh, strange wild creatures that you don't really see anywhere else. But they else. did give us the Hemsworth. Yeah, that's nice. Yes. The funny thing, okay, I always find this <laughs> funny about kangaroos. Kangaroos, I would liken to, like, deer over here, because they're, like, there's a, they're abundant, and sometimes they're in your backyard. But kangaroos are just weird, because they're, they're, like, standing deers with huge thighs. They jump. And yeah, they fight. and they're, yeah, they're they aggressive. Punch you. Yeah, they're very like, that's, they're I, aggressive. Having a deer try to punch me would be really funny, and that's what kangaroos are. Like, <laughs> just having a having a kangaroo at your back door, like knocking on your door, just like, let me in. I want to fight. Just <laughs> yeah, well, in Australia, that. about like, there's a good chance your neighbor is a kangaroo. So <laughs> that was a dumb joke. But uh, anyway, I think we've alienated our Australian audience. Okay, one more thing about Australia. How much? Okay, I'm always confused. Do people in Australia only live on the coast, or are there people who live inland? They're... Major cities are on the coast. Yeah, major yeah. cities are on the coast, and uh, most people do live on the coast, but there's, like, a very, very small population that's uh, inland. Yeah. I mean, they do have the platypus. Yes. Which is Wait, cool the platypus is from Australia? Yeah. Perry the platypus. There we go. Our most beloved like creature here in the United States on animated TV for children. I thought that would have, like... I thought, like, Lewis and Clark found the platypus. Oh, you know, maybe you're right. Maybe there's, like, some... Like, when they were, like, platypi. westward, and they would, like, write down all the weird animals they'd see. I feel like they would have yeah. seen the platypus. I feel like that's one of the things they saw. Let me research that. Yeah, there might they might be in uh, both Australia and North America. Platypus. Platypus. Um. So anyway, uh, another thing that we were talking about uh, last time, uh, after we got cut off, was that, yeah. like, Australia, Tasmania. Yeah. Wow. Okay, there you have it. Platypus is... is Australia. Congratulations, Australia. You have won the platypus. Oh, look at this baby platypus. Origin. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> look up baby platypus, guys. Oh that thing is so cute. Oh, my. He Listeners, so we recommend cute. you uh, search up pictures of baby platypus. Uh, very cute. Highly recommended. 
Not sure how dangerous they are at that age, uh, but they look cute. Anywho, uh, what we were talking about last time was how in 2020 there's just so much stuff happening that a lot of it just gets forgotten and uh, lost in the in the swing of things. So, like in January, uh, Trump was impeached. Yeah, I, f- like, uh, I thought that was in, like, October. Yeah. It feels yeah. so long ago. Well, I mean, it was a long process, like, yeah. before the new year. Yeah. But uh, he was officially impeached in January. And then also Brexit happened. Finally, right? Yeah. I think it's been, like... It's been, like, four Wait, years. Wait, it finally happened in 2020? Yeah. That was, like, going on in, like, 2016. Yeah. Four years. It, it took a while. I think uh, they had the first referendum or whatever. Uh, in about 2016. Yeah. And then, like, it's just taken this long. I don't know why. I mean, personally, I should you know. have no opinion on the matter, and uh, it doesn't really matter anyway, but I think they should not have Brexited because... Do you, uh, do you know if they did a soft Brexit or a hard Brexit? Well, I think uh, it was soft, and then okay. it was a hard Brexit. <laughs> <laughs> it's rather one or the other, Kavian. Okay, let's go with hard Brexit. Uh, Gray is uh, double-checking. Yeah. What's Key. the difference? <laughs> so a soft Brexit means is they're officially out of the EU, but they still allow free trade with them. Hard Brexit is they completely cut off all trade. Oh, well, I don't think they would cut off because it's I not like they're... I think they would uh, be able to impose tariffs. I think that's what it means. Yeah. Like it's not completely free, yeah, but they're be. they're not isolationist. Yeah. Like, I mean, Brexiting is obviously some uh, complicated situation, but I don't think they would completely isolate. Uh, That's probably not uh, any good situation comes from that. Anywho, uh, also in January, I believe there were. Uh, six Democratic candidates still in the race. Um, Can we name them all? I didn't write that down. But well, uh, we, we let, let's there's, see if there's, uh, there's, Will can uh, name Biden. all six. There's Biden, that's one. There's Bernie. Um, Pete Buttigieg. Yes. Um, was Amy Klobuchar? I believe so. Um, yeah. That's four. Uh, and I am... Oh, uh, oh, Senator Warren. Yes, the women. And then... I don't know the last one. I'm freaking... I'm blanking. Is it Kamala Harris? Or is it another uh, man? It might have been Kamala Harris. Okay. So anyway, uh, we had six Democratic presidential candidates in January. And we're now down to uh, probably just one, which is uh, Joe Biden, the former vice president. Yeah. There's a plane passing over, so we'll pause for a few seconds. Take your intermission. Yeah. This is a good time. Yeah, just get up, uh, you know. Grab uh, a drink. a bit. Grab a snack. Yeah. Grab some We're popcorn if you haven't We're already. We're in it for the long run. Butter it. Put some salt <laughs> on it. You know? Yeah. Hopefully the audio quality is still good. I don't know if you guys can hear the cars behind us, because we are outside. We're in an outside uh, locale. Mm-hmm. That is true. I don't think we'll disclose exactly where we are, as we don't... Yeah, we never do that, uh, you know, for obvious security reasons. Yep. 
Okay, and we're back. Um, you know, settle down in your comfy chair or, uh, you know, wherever you are with that salted and buttered popcorn. If you're on the toilet with your salted and buttered popcorn, that is okay <laughs> as well. But, you know, no judgment. We're here. all there at some point in our lives, so. Metaphorically, um, yes. Well, physically too. I'm not gonna yeah. put it past them, I'm not gonna judge them, especially, you know. Yeah. Yes. Okay, um, and then in February, sadly, uh, we heard the news of uh, famous NBA superstar Kobe Bryant had uh, tragically died in a helicopter crash. Didn't he die like January 28th? Something like that? You know, maybe. I uh, think it was definitely at the end of January. Yeah. So around then. But yeah, that was sad. Um, and sort of in the pandemic, no less. So... Yeah. Uh, I mean, That's never, added... I've never watched basketball. I was never in it, but I definitely knew a decent amount about Kobe. He's number you just, 24. You always know. Kobe. You know, L.A. Lakers, yeah. Yeah. And obviously, yeah. when you, like, throw something in the trash can, you say, Kobe. Exactly. You know? All in school, everyone's like, Kobe. And then I think uh, it was when he retired, which I'm not sure when that was. Will, you, that if was, you can check. I think 2016, I want to say. It was recent. Okay. We'll say he retired in 2016. Um, so then, around then... Yeah, April 13th, 2016. People would still say Kobe, and then I would say... But he's retired. Um, you know, uh, which no one really heard, but I thought was funny. Um, <laughs> anywho. Uh, but yeah, so... Some people still did that after he died. Um... Which was fine. I think it's a good way to honor him as a uh, basketball player. Um, and then I think around then, uh, the Last Dance documentary focusing on Michael Jordan and the Bulls, uh, that came out around that, around a similar time, maybe. Yeah, I'm waiting for it to come on to, like, Netflix. I don't know. I think that's this month. I'm not I sure. I think it's coming out soon. Uh, the my family has watched, I think, six of the ten episodes uh, so far. Ten? Yeah. Ten. Um, okay. But yeah, it's pretty good. Now we're shifting to the last dance, but uh, it's good. Um, you know, as people that live sort of near Chicago, we have a certain attachment to the Chicago Bill, Bulls. Bills? The Chicago <laughs> Bills? <laughs> Great. Do you have any... Uh, Anything experience on experience uh, with the Bulls or um, not you know, as any much, basketball stuff? Not as much as I'd say you guys, but I do now having taking a Chicago course. We talked a mm. briefly about the Bulls, and our teacher put on some of like compilations of Jordan in his prime playing. It, yeah, it's crazy to yeah. see how well he could play and even what was it the dream team at the olympics yep that it's just crazy to think that people can actually be on that level of a sport yeah yeah our teacher and my dad and uh most parents of teens uh kind of grew up around uh you know the jordan era so that was really iconic for basically anyone who was uh like sort of an adult at the time you just remember that as an iconic time yeah 
Uh, so yeah, the last dance is pretty good. I mean, for the Bulls, I've gone, I've gone to a few games. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, I've been to a couple. Um, usually, like our whole extended family goes, and uh, <laughs> it's a lot of people. But yeah. Yeah, I mean, we haven't gone in uh, a long time. I I think the last time I probably went is probably fifth grade. Wow. So it's been a long time. That's like 2012. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, I mean, um, and I was surprised. Yeah, like I was, I was in pretty good seats, but I felt like there was not a lot of people in the stadium. Like I've been to a lot of baseball games as well, and I feel like baseball games has a lot more people. I don't know the numbers on it, but when I was at the Bulls like stadium, it was. Yeah, it recently with the empty. Bulls, uh, again I don't remember the exact years, um, but when Derrick Rose was making his. Uh, appearance he was like mvp a couple times and he was really good and you know gave uh, chicago some hope for the bulls uh but then you know he got injured yep and then he came back and then he got injured again yep. <laughs> and then i think he went to memphis or something i think yeah. i don't really know but uh injured. basically point of the story uh you know the bulls lost most of their iconic uh allure yeah, <laughs> most of their iconic uh, players as well, and uh, we're kind of in the rebuilding phase, and uh, honestly, we're probably going to have to wait a long time until they're uh, good again, Okay, like playoffs Bulls, worthy. Who, so I know this guy was, he played with Jordan, um, he's, uh, he's friends with uh, Kim Jong-un now. Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman, yeah, that's his name. That guy is an interesting character. He, he's just, I don't know. <laughs> the, the, he's played, it's so funny to think that he's played a role in global politics. It's yeah. just weird. Like a basketball <laughs> player. <laughs> you know? Well, yeah. I mean, uh, through the uh, Last Dance documentary, he's actually a pretty good uh, player. I mean, obviously, uh, he's uh, not the same right now that we see him as but uh he's pretty good uh defensive player and uh helped out the bulls during that time but uh let's uh shift away from that now um also in february uh most of us here in america we heard about uh covid19 and uh mostly because of these uh these cruise ships that were had to quarantine because they had outbreaks Yeah. on board and that was a whole mess and uh that's when you know we really start to care about the virus here in america yeah i remember in february i, I was asking teachers if they think we were going to close down i remember asking mr harrington he's like nah it's not gonna happen i remember specifically asking uh dr buckle oh it's fine and he, he, he was like, nah, no way. No way we're going to close down. <laughs> and then a couple weeks later, we're all out for the rest of the year. We didn't know it at the time, but... Well, actually, I think uh, in April, uh, mid-April, I think they made that announcement. Yeah. That uh, it was going to be the whole year. See, wasn't it... Okay, so we got out the week before 
spring break. So we yeah. had one week until spring break. We would have came yeah. back from spring I, yeah, break. Yeah, that's what I was, th- I was thinking that. I'm like, after. oh, it's going to suck coming back after spring break. This is going to be terrible. Yeah, actually, we would have returned on my birthday. It was a Monday, I believe. Oh, wow. yeah. So that kind of would have been cool. Uh, stand by for some uh, noises. Again, yeah. refill your popcorn. Uh Okay, it's gone. <laughs> okay, I lost my, yeah. I lost my, uh, Drop the popcorn, we're back. Um, uh, in March, uh, in Illinois, we had uh, the primary elections on March 17th, which was basically right as, you know, the whole idea of quarantine was starting. Yeah. And uh, I went to vote as a uh, member of this American democracy. Yeah, I was gonna, but... Uh whole quarantine thing sort of like made me not want to go because I knew these I felt with, the same way were the lines long and stuff and you no like not that long really where'd no. you vote uh our uh, my polling place yeah we don't disclose location don't, oh, yeah. okay yeah uh I am registered to vote <laughs> I am I am gonna vote in November yes I don't want to get political um <laughs> but uh I'm not the happiest with our choices you know we have trump biden and uh a rapper (laughs) a rapper that i do like his music but not maybe his um, politics his politics maybe his views yeah kanye's i don't know is do you guys think kanye of 2020 is the trump of 2016 no no i think kanye He's just so outlandish that it you cannot take him seriously. Yeah, Whereas I mean, Trump, I think he, he was outlandish in 2016, but like people still took him yeah. seriously after he won that primary. Mm-hmm. People were like, "Oh, okay." And I think Kanye was like, "He's gonna run in 2016 too," but obviously, I think in that... 2016 he was saying he's Kanye 2020. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah. Um, so yeah, a lot of things that they're saying about the November election is, you know, with all this COVID worries and stuff, you know, how is that going to play out? And people don't really want to go out to the polls while there's a virus happening. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of controversy, uh, with, uh, mail-in voting, mm-hmm. uh, for some reason. Uh, I think my household is going to do mail-in voting. Um, But yeah, what about you guys? Thoughts Um, about November? If I can, I want to do mail-in voting. I I have to, I guess, request like a ballot or whatever. Yeah, you basically go online and uh, just say that you want to vote by mail, and then I guess they send you a ballot. Okay. That'd be nice. As of now, I have an absentee ballot because I will not be in. Oh yeah, that's right. I didn't even think about that. Um, what's the difference between absentee and mail-in? Because isn't mail-in essentially absentee? I think so. Well, we'll find out in a minute. Yeah. Okay. Uh, continue refilling your popcorn. Uh, Gray is uh, checking. I know we had to learn this in the civics. I just don't remember exactly because I didn't pay attention super well in <laughs> civics. I did. I got a pretty good, decent grade. I I barely escaped with an A because the way we do it is they round up. So like an eighty nine point five and above is an A. Yeah. And I got like an eighty nine point like seven, I think, something like that. 
Some absurd. That's pretty close. Or was it like, I think one of my classes was an 89.53. That might have been civics. I'm not <laughs> sure. But it was way, way too close for comfort. Yeah. Uh, refill your uh, beverages. <laughs> uh, we're still waiting on gray. Yeah, feel free to flush the toilet at this point. If you need a wipe, that's great. Um, wow. <laughs> so, uh, you know, feel free to do what you want to do right now. Hopefully we can speed this up. Gray, you got any info? It, yeah, basically the websites that talk about it, they have absentee voting and voting by mail in the same section. Okay, that, okay. Uh, I think it's the same thing. So, absentee might be more for like, I don't know that they would make a new designation just for college students, but I feel like, you know, with people going off to college, you have that whole issue of, like, you, like, going to college out of state, you essentially live in your current state, but you're temporarily... Your residence is in a new state. Yeah, temporarily for education, living somewhere else. Yeah, I don't really know how that works. I'm staying here for school, so I don't have to worry about that. Then the goal is go off to Nebraska and then come back for career. Yes. Oh, yeah. I want to be a teacher. (laughs) I do. A great wants to be a math teacher. Uh, Yes. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know why I'm laughing. It's a great personal uh, career goal. So I respect that. Yeah. Uh, back to the calendar. Um, in April, we saw a lot of people protesting uh, the stay-at-home orders that uh, <laughs> some state governors were enacting. Uh, Will's already cracking up, so uh, I'll let yeah. him talk first. Um, I don't know. The people who are protesting that are the most absurd people I've ever, you know. They only go by one name. Karens. Yeah, a lot of them are Karens. It Karen is a gender neutral term at this point. It can be a male Karen or a female Karen. It typically is reserved for females, but it can be both. I mean, they're like they're complaining that they cannot breathe in a mask, but it's really not that hard. I've yeah. like the mask I wear, I can wear it for hours and hours and hours. The only thing that bothers me is my ears because it's it's attached to my ears. It's not tied behind my head. Yeah, that's the only thing that bothers me, is the ears thing. Mm-hmm. The people who complain they cannot breathe, like, obviously, either have a mental condition that blocks them from breathing when they have a freaking mask on, yeah. or they just are lying because they <laughs> are just so. Yeah. I think online I saw, um, like, there was a post from someone. I think he's a like a track athlete and uh, he also has asthma and he ran for quite a long distance for quite a long time uh, with a mask on with asthma and he says he has no problem so you know people without health issues should be able to do so without any complaining because really by wearing a mask you're it's not for protecting yourself it's for protecting others exactly. yeah well i think uh it's, some of these people don't care about others so then yeah, you have to switch to <laughs> you're protecting huge yourself huge issue people are just so self-centered yeah in america mm-hmm. especially 
I mean, other places in the world as well. I think that's but the it's one not way. as prominent. These are the yeah. same. The people who are like complaining about having to wear masks outside are the same people who complain to like fast food workers when like they asked for no pickles and there was accidentally pickles on it. It's like, yeah. yeah, okay, there's a mistake. You can get it fixed. But these are the people who are just <laughs> screaming out their yeah. lungs. It's uh, I mean, yeah, complaining is everywhere, but uh, it's a prominent American personality trait. Yeah. Uh, so. That's something we're all proud of. Uh, yeah, it's great. I think I might be going a little too far saying proud of. Yeah, that was uh, sarcasm. Yeah. Uh, I apologize. <laughs> thank you, Gray. I accept your apology. Uh, uh, then in May, uh, more additional unarmed black uh, people were uh, killed. Uh, wasn't uh, Ahmed Arbery? Yes. Killed me. And uh, George Floyd, and uh, that caused a resurgence in the Black Lives Matter uh, movement. And basically, I think this is the biggest it has been uh, in recent yeah, history. Definitely. Um, definitely has much more strength than ever before. Um, not only with the growth of social media, but I think also because we are in a pandemic currently, um, that, you know, people are able to feel more passionately about the issues they care about. Do we want to go into it? Do we want to get political? Is it political, Will? I mean, I, uh... It's turned political. It has turned political. an unfortunate turn. I think, yes. Um... Obviously, I'm a supporter for equality for all. I think that, uh, I mean, especially when it comes to, like, um, more prominently, like, black communities definitely need better funding for schools and social services. Mm-hmm. I think that's one of the main... I think that's an issue. I think with when it comes to police, I think the, what you do is you make them wear body cams, you make them, you know, you can't turn them off. And then you have yeah. an outside investigation, you know, unit who might investigate, you know, people who complain about police and yeah. investigate the police when that happens. There's a lot of uh, news that has come out since uh, these unfortunate incidents about how uh, there's a lot of police training that is militaristic in nature, mm-hmm. and that's really not the direction we should be going in with police. They should be more, you know, helpful and not violent first. Yeah, I mean, and I think that, that sort of thing. Police having to deal with so many different types of disputes. Yes. I think yes. there should be more people, more like a wider array of people who can be dispatched to places instead of just you know police. Like let's say let's say you like call nine one one and like you're fearing that someone's gonna kill themselves. I don't think it should be police barging into that place telling, don't kill yourself, it's all right. (laughs) I think it should be, you know, social services people. brings up a a point I had seen somewhere, I forget where it was, but they were having a special unit that was being test run. It was like police officers, I'm using air quotes, but it was like trained psychologists who would go in and like sit down with the person and just like talk with them Mm -hmm. and then would like ride in an unmarked vehicle or just like normal and it's all about getting them the help the correct way instead of 
escalating things. Yeah, I think yeah. that's very important. Thing. I think, um, like what you guys are saying, currently it, there's a more one-size-fits-all approach, mm-hmm. which I think is a good analogy. Um, like, basically using the same resources as a solution to very different problems, mm-hmm. and that leads to more problems. Yep. Uh, but like Will was saying, um, like in these unfortunate incidences where there's misconduct, it's usually there's strong police unions that are in America, and those are, you know, not uh, completely oriented for justice. They're more about protecting the members. Mm-hmm. So, like you said, there should be, like, an organization that facilitates outside investigations into those kinds of things so that there is a, you know... So there's no conflict of interest. Exactly. Yeah. Like, we're looking police, for justice here. Yeah, when the police investigate themselves, when yeah. the same prosecutors prosecute the police that have worked with them for so many years, they're not going to... They don't want to do that. Exactly. But I also think it end up... It helps more if you try and cut it at the source of the problem which yeah. would be like the militarization of the police force yeah I definitely think police should be trained way longer yeah that's I mean, a problem but then yeah. also they're given unnecessary equipment because like yeah going back a while back to Ferguson Missouri there were pictures of like police officers in full camo like yeah body yeah. Armor, like all that they don't need that and also mm-hmm kind of going along with the training in the pictures you would see the police officers like fully like ready pointing their weapons at civilians while people in the army they work on escalation of force which is like you don't even like consider pointing your weapon until you're pulling the trigger yeah mm-hmm. so it's just like yeah it's, I think that it's comes not from about training. yeah it's not about the job you want it's about the job you have mm-hmm. and they're not they're not doing the correct job yeah and in the military there's certain rules of engagement where you know there has to be a certain situation until you have to respond like gray said and the like to a certain point the police is very similar to the military but like you guys said there the same amount of training is not there so it's complicated. Anyway, uh, we also heard about murder hornets, which I didn't really look into at all, but apparently there was a big scare in Washington State uh, with these violent bees, yeah. bee-type hornets. Yeah, they come from Japan, I'm pretty sure, and uh, they came over on like a cargo ship. As long as you isolate them, I think we'll be fine. I mean, yeah. I, I doubt that they're going to be a complete, you know... I mean, they're, and, yeah, they're nowhere near the top of worries of uh, most people. Yeah. Um, also, uh, Elon Musk, his uh, famous company SpaceX, had uh, successful launches as the first private company to uh, launch a ship to the space station. Mm-hmm. So... And, uh, I hear that, like, space exploration is going to be a 
a bigger thing, you know. Uh, as we were growing up, the space shuttle program was a big thing. Yeah. But, uh, you know, then it faded, and I feel like, you know, space is coming back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I really like... The, the craziest thing about, like, the SpaceX ships is that they can land right back on the ground yeah. when they came up. Yeah. That is the craziest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. That's pretty cool. And unmanned. Yeah. And unmanned. Like, that's some super computing. Well done, Elon Musk. Uh, then, also in May, uh, former President Barack Obama gave a commencement address uh, virtually to uh, graduating high school seniors uh, like ourselves. Uh, yeah. Wow. Why did well. Obama text me? <laughs> really? He didn't tell me? Come on, Obama. Anyway, he did that, um, which a lot of uh, young people appreciated um, because Obama was the president that we grew up with. So. Yeah. I remember, I yeah. remember he got elected in first grade. Yeah. And that was, yeah. Well, that. when you were in first grade. When I was in first grade. He was. He was possibly He was much older grade. than I don't that know. at the time. I don't, I don't have the facts on that. He might have been, but I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, on May 27th, uh, uh, the coronavirus uh, officially killed 100,000 people in the U.S. Um, and I believe we have around 3 million cases today, uh, which is a lot. Yeah. That's about 1 100th or a bit lower than that. I mean, because there's like 350 million Americans, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. So I would say Oh, one thing I did want to bring up um was we had this whole lockdown situation uh uh in mid-March around then and we saw cases and <laughs> and deaths um kind of slow down a little bit because of uh the extensive lockdown procedures that we had but now as the summer arrives and we're opening up then you also see cases rise and I'm wondering if you guys think that that could potentially become a cycle of lockdown and reopening and all that yeah I mean just look recently California has some counties now that are back in complete in inside lockdown because people just aren't following the protocols of like masks social distancing and all that Mm -hmm. i think recently like the rates that cases have been climbing is higher than it ever was before um florida yeah especially florida florida i mean (laughs) what do you expect from cajun country yeah florida i mean is the most infamous u.s state at this point like seriously Yes. We've had Florida man for so many years doing so many wacky things, and now Florida should have just left them with Spain. Yeah. Oh, the <laughs> we'll, we'll sell World it back. Thing. Disney World's opening up. Oh, yeah. And people are... That is the stupidest thing I've heard. Yeah. It. <laughs> I mean, pe- people are gonna look back at the history books and like, why were they opening up Disney World? Like, oh my God! Yeah. I wonder how many people are gonna be dying in their hotel rooms there. That's gonna be insane. Hopefully no one, but I, 
I just yeah. There, it's gonna be bad. It's a small world after all. <laughs> it is a small world after all. After <laughs> it's Disney, closer. Yeah. After Disney, after Disney World kills all of us. Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, I checked uh, the county breakdown in Illinois, and the county that we are in. Um, has the fifth most cases in Illinois and the third most deaths. Jesus. Wow, really? Yes. I don't know anyone who has coronavirus. Yeah, me neither, but we do live in a pretty large county. Yeah, Um, Obviously, number one is Cook County, which includes Chicago. So, just with more people, you have more potential for higher spread and stuff. So, yeah. Yeah, it's just you don't know anyone who's had coronavirus. Yeah. I mean, most people I know are pretty good on, you know, not doing everything to... Actually, uh, yeah. And then in weather-related news, uh, I heard that there's a gigantic heat wave coming to the U.S. That is... Oh my god, not more heat. We have enough heat. <laughs> Last week was terrible. It was so hot outside. I'll find the facts now, but for college, <laughs> going to Nebraska, it's hotter than it is here. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's about the same right now. It's 81 here and it's 88 in Lincoln, but it can get a lot more humid. Yeah. yeah. And you have less, um, like, air from the northeast, yeah. which is... Uh, like cold air that's coming in but you have less of that in nebraska mm-hmm. yeah uh so that's unfortunate yeah, uh is. good luck <laughs> yep <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm fine with the heat here i mean i've been down south but usually it's either in the springtime or um in winter like i've been to arizona during the winter and it was so nice there it was perfect yeah Arizona's a beautiful place. That's one thing. Christmas in Arizona. Lincoln has a lot more consistent snow. Oh, than that's we nice. Have. Yeah. I like snow. Because that's literally like snow in March, and then it's like. Yeah. I mean, we had <laughs> snow. We had snow on Halloween, but yes, not Christmas. I remember yeah. that. That was terrible. That was yeah, oh my. So inconsistent. Yeah. And then we, but they uh... don't get as cold as we do. <laughs> I mean, that's still pretty good. Yeah. I'd like to think that uh, inconsistency in weather is part of the charm of the Midwest. Absolutely. Uh, (laughs) um, Recently, I think, uh, I think it was a little bit more than two weeks ago, uh, our school held a virtual graduation for us. How did you guys think that went? I didn't know it was happening when it did. I knew about it, but I didn't know when it was, and I didn't care enough. Uh, I think it was, <laughs> I think it was nice seeing all of, like the slides of the people. And I will say the speeches given kind of all had the same points to them. Yeah. But it was nice just seeing all that. Kind of a. Not a replacement, but a good <laughs> alternative, considering yeah. the time. A good alternative. Yeah. I mean, I haven't even worn my cap and gown. <laughs> it's still in the box. Will uh, plans we, to we, sell it? We talked about this uh, when we were off the off the air last time. 
But yeah, I think I think I'm gonna wait till my wedding to wear it. I think that's. Uh, <laughs> I'm just I'm just not gonna buy a suit. I'm just gonna wear that. Hopefully, I stay the same uh, height. Height and the overall weight. Yeah. You know, that'd be. That's good. You're set for the wedding. Yep. Uh, <laughs> it'll be a, it'll be a graduation themed wedding. Yes. Never seen before. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, another thing is uh, the future of this podcast. Um, as we uh, kind of go our separate ways after high school, um, I think. I mean, we had a really long uh, break there for about six months. Um, I don't think it will be that bad, but well, I think we'll definitely have less frequent uh, episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, but outside of the podcast, we'll still try to keep in touch, but uh, podcast will definitely be less. Yeah, we need to find a better way to record yeah. remotely. Yeah. There's there's definitely a program out there. I just didn't find it within the 10 minutes time <laughs> span we were looking for a new one. Yeah. Um, Last week uh, we tried the remote recording feature that Anchor has. And uh, not to diss on Anchor, yeah. uh, they've been great for us. But uh, their recording thing uh, didn't work out for us last time. Uh so yeah we had that issue mm-hmm. anything more uh i think that is mostly it uh we talked for a a solid about 45 uh 50 minutes Almost 50 dang uh time. yeah decent podcast length yeah that was a good episode, guys. The longest we had was like an hour and a half, right? Yeah. That was me. That was uh, our review of the decade, which, yep. uh, as always, all of our episodes are uh, available still. So uh, feel free to listen to old episodes. Uh, but this one also, if obviously. If you also want to send in any uh, you know, mail to us or message us, you can always email at us. Exactly. What's up, uh, our email is epicfactspod at gmail.com. That's epicfactspod at gmail.com. I put it in the episode description of all our episodes. So no matter which one you're listening to, you'll uh, see it there and you'll know where to contact us. Um, so yeah, um, as of yet, we've heard nothing from any listeners, even though we've had you know, 460 listens on the Pacer Test episode, but, uh... So please, please send in messages. Yes. We need some sort of indication that there are real people out there. If mm-hmm. you do, you, next episode you'll get mentioned. Yeah, we'll give you a shout-out. We out. will shout you out. Yes. Yeah, we promise you that. And, uh, yeah, so just please email us. Again, that's epicfactspod at gmail.com. So, and we'll wrap it up. This has been Epic Facts. I'm Kaveen. I'm Will. And I'm Gray. And we're signing off. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. Bye.